The following program is brought to you in living color. Hi, and welcome to another edition of This Week in TV History. I'm Tony Figueroa, the child of television. You can read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.com, or you could hear actually both of us, my wife, Donna Allen Figueroa, and myself, on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television, where our good friend Ed Robertson gets to interview people who have either written the books on some of the greatest TV shows ever made, or sometimes we get to talk to some of the people involved with the greatest TV shows ever made. Uh, but today I have Donna back again because she is the best authority on peanuts. Yes. And remember we talked about this at Christmas time with the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, so now we're jumping ahead to the third peanut special. The third? I forget there's one in between, Charlie Brown All-Stars. Yes. Uh, from what I understand, remember CBS really wasn't that thrilled with a Charlie Brown Christmas before it aired, and it was already scheduled, so they had to air it, and it shocked them. The ratings were so high, they came back to the team, and they ordered two more with an option for a third. So Charlie Brown's All-Stars uh, premiered that spring. Josh Schultz has a love of baseball, and mm -hmm. in the strips we already knew about his losing baseball team. And then they were called into a meeting, okay, we want another one that would be like Christmas, a blockbuster. I mean, the, so the mean baseball that... one will probably only run a few times. We need another one that will run every year. And they had no idea. So it wasn't like they said, we want something that will be just as successful as a Charlie Brown Christmas. They wanted a holiday. They no, they wanted a blockbuster and left it up to them. Mm -hmm. uh, what would it be? So they uh, promised CBS that they would come up with something. And Bill Melendez, yes. Lee Mendelson, and Charles Schultz, of course, brainstormed. They had bits and pieces before they uh, touched on the great pumpkin. Linus, who... Uh, I'm a child who confused the two holidays, Santa Claus, and Christmas, and Halloween, and the Great Pumpkin. Charles Schultz uh, had said that it was actually kind of a satire of Santa Claus. Well, remember, Charlie Brown Christmas was really uh, a statement on the commercialization of Christmas. Yes. Santa fits into that. So, yeah, that makes sense. That they would, yeah. So they had different ideas. I mean, traditions. I mean, uh, trick-or-treating, of course. Uh, Halloween party. This would be the first time we would see Snoopy as the flying ace. Kind of worked in because Snoopy would be wearing a costume. And people loved the moment of Snoopy flying his doghouse. Yes. That was... The critics said, yeah, that, that was a, a, a brilliant... Yes. Yeah. Kind of a, a little departure from the main plot, and just just to see Snoopy that way. Yes, and uh, with Charlie Brown narrating the story of the flying ace. It's lovely. So it aired in October of 1966. It was the highest rated of the three Peanuts specials, and as a result, CBS option or they placed an order of four more. Now, you remember, growing up, every season, there was another 
Charlie Brown special. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, I hope so. I mean, you had one you, later. Valentine's came around, and then there have been a couple of yeah. Valentine's special. There, uh, one of the early ones. Another one of my favorites. You're in love, Charlie Brown. Oh yes, uh, it okay. was a short summer. Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. So, and I remember, but they were these these were events on TV yes. presented by Dolly Madison. And remember, it was an event because if you weren't there in front of your TV to mm -hmm. watch it, you missed it. You opened the TV guide. It was always a close-up. Yes. That meant that something really big was on. And then CBS would come on and you'd have the word special kind of do this little twirly thing. Yeah. There was no TV in my house on school nights. The Peanuts specials were one of the few exceptions. And in my house... Um, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown was pretty much my <laughs> Halloween. Um, it, though it was not religious, my mother did not believe in Halloween. She did not approve of the holiday. She thought it was children going around and begging for candy. My mother was not one of these mothers who, well, we did not have to win the costume contest. In fact, I think she kind of resented having, having to, to do a costume primarily for school. Mm -hmm. Because uh, your mom goes all out for Christmas. Oh, beautifully. Yeah, so... And our house is beautiful at fall. And we always did carve a pumpkin. She was okay with carving a pumpkin. Uh, I remember my dad taking me trick-or-treating a couple of times when we got a little bit older. I think we went with uh, friends. But she... Oh, she did not approve of the holiday. She was one of these... Uh, we were one of the houses, cheap candy and a basket on the front take one yeah i wonder i wonder how long <laughs> that candy actually lasted uh, i i every year i had an idea for the perfect costume i wanted to be mm -hmm. the same thing i never got it who do you want to be i wanted to be a princess no comment huh? yeah um but did I, you ever get a rock i never did you never got a rock yeah, and I thought it was so funny that, you know, when I first heard that Charles Schultz at his studio every year would get candy mm -hmm. from children from all over the country who felt so bad for Charlie Brown because the kids, I got a candy bar, I got a popcorn ball, I got a rock. And I heard that there was a debate of how many times he gets a rock between Charles Schultz and Bill Melendez. Charles Schultz wanted it once, Bill Melendez wanted it three times. These are grown adults debating over how many rocks Charlie I remember one year I was mad. It had been edited, and it was one time. I was looking for the rest of it. I mean, I'd only seen the special how many times? And it was, I guess it was cut for time, and the rock gag was once. The But at the end, before uh, Linus goes on his rant Well, the credits are rolling. Yes. You know, one, one of uh, Charlie Brown's grievances was that this holiday, I wind up with a bag full of rocks. And that was the thing that got, okay. which is so much which, fun to watch. Another reason I think I connected with the special, Charlie Brown got rocks. Linus did not get the gifts or, or the great pumpkin. The yeah. re his reality was not realized. In my house, yes, we went trick-or-treating. We did get the candy, which was thrown out after two days in my house. And one thing I think that a child can say, this is truly mine. Mm -hmm. My mother threw it out. Well, the fun is in collecting. It wasn't yours to throw out. So for me, a child... So you were more like Sally. I was robbed. I want restitution. Exactly. Yeah. 
one of my favorite lines of anything <laughs> that's special. But I think for, for me, that's why I think I related with the special. It's, I, I guess you can be disappointed, but life will go on. I think, you know, between not kicking the football and not winning the baseball game and getting the rock, kids all have those moments. True. And Charlie Brown was the ultimate optimist. He knew that next year he would do that. He went to every game thinking he's going to win it finally this time. He is going you know, to the, get the little redheaded girls. He's going to get the little redheaded girl. Oh. Yeah. Lucy one day is not going to pull that. One day. Uh, one day he's not. She's not going to do that. And so you always look for, you know, you look forward to it. But I think just growing up as kids and looking back as adults, we all got our bag of rocks. When it may expect, not have been yeah. in Halloween. It may not have been Halloween, but it is a, a metaphor. True. You always get those bag of rocks. Okay. Okay. My favorite moments. Okay. Okay. I love the opening sequence with Lucy and Linus oh. rolling yeah. the pumpkin. The colors are so beautiful. And, and I love peanuts. They hit realities. I mean, the kids, kids can be mean. And I love Lucy, you know, stabbing the back. And Linus, you didn't tell me you were going to kill it. Now, do you think there were meetings on the stabbing? In, I wonder. It, you know, is well, that the, that's is, two Norman Bates or you know, just... I don't know. Back in the 60s, I mean, today I think it would be a major, yeah. several meetings. But, yeah. I'm, but I'm wondering back then, actually, they did give them, it's up to you, whatever you want. So they did have carte blanche after, yes. after Christmas. But is this the first time we hear Linus and Lucy? No, no, I, no, I, no, we, no we, we did hear it at Christmas time. That, at Christmas. that was the default song that the ba band was playing. Yes. Every time they wanted Christmas music, they would jump into that. But I remember hearing the music while Linus is rolling the pumpkin. Yes. And trying to get it through the fence. Okay. And my second, well, not, oh, another favorite moment, which surprisingly is not the... World War I Flying Ace, the whole where um, Snoopy is in France, he's the World War I Flying Ace. I like it, but I love the scene in the pumpkin patch with Sally. You owe me restitution. Mm -hmm. And you, you know what am I saying? I know, I know the other thing, yeah. Uh, the kids have been to their Halloween party, it's been fun. Linus thinks he sees the great pumpkin. It's Snoopy. He passes out. The kids leave him abandoned in the pumpkin patch. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to Lucy in her bedroom at four in the morning. She peeks into her brother's room. He's not there. And she puts on her coat and her hat. Linus is freezing in the pumpkin patch, wrapped up in a security blanket. Using a pumpkin as a pillow. Lucy gets her brother, walks him inside, and puts him in bed. For whatever reason, I love that. Lucy, okay, as bus budget. Mean. She's a good sister. She's a good, yeah, she took care of him. Yes, so I love, and of course, the rant at the end, just wait till next year, a metaphor for life. You have a favorite yeah. moment? Favorite moment, wow. Uh, yeah, well, it's very touching, Lucy doing that, but just the party. Be bobbing for mm. apples. Oh, it's so. Oh. And Snoopy coming up with you know, Lucy. With Lucy. My and that's dog lips. You know, <laughs> get disinfectant, get iodine. <laughs> <laughs> Seen these way too many times. 
Yeah, no, these are these are very important that, you know, if we're talking in, in terms of this and I have had conversations with adults and all of a sudden somebody is quoting this TV special. I don't know if this is the most quoted one or it might be even more so than Christmas. I got a rock. I've heard many times just when they're talking about this appointment of adult life or I want restitution. <laughs> uh, I've heard that Love a lot, that. too. But just all of these little quotes that that carry with you. So pop it's culture, great. It's, pop, it's culture. pop culture. It's a very important part of pop culture. And I know that for years, I would get excited as an adult watching the specials on CBS and then ABC, and then he disappeared from network television. Thank goodness for PBS. Yep. PBS has it's... started airing that they belong. I guess Apple TV made a deal had... with PBS. So they will be showing, I mean, we will be seeing the Christmas special on uh, PBS, PBS again this well. year. So everyone, so kids and mm -hmm. adults alike can still enjoy these specials. So you can when, watch them on Apple TV anytime, but at the appropriate season, you will see it on PBS. Yes. So everyone when, has an opportunity to see it. So you can't, because people were upset that it was only going to be on a streaming service. Yeah, which meant that a large uh, part mm -hmm. of the population would not be able to see them, something that had come a tradition in many households. So you want to have it? It's funny that people still want to watch it when it is it's airing. airing. Yes. As opposed, because I am looking at your collection of DVDs, Blu-rays, and a handful of VHS tapes. Still a handful. Of, of all of these different specials. Yep. I think you have every... Do you, do you have every special ever made? Because it's a whole I, shelf. I think I do. And But people still want to see it when it comes on TV. There's something about it. Something that takes I, you back to childhood when... That's it. That you want to see... I miss the Dolly Madison commercials, too. I was too. just thinking about Dolly Madison. I miss the Dolly Madison commercials. Because they, they were later sponsored by Coke, but I don't remember yes. Coke commercials. But I remember the Zinger Zapper. Yes. I remember these commercials, and they were just as much fun it's watching the specials. And that's why the specials aired anyway to mm -hmm. sell Dolly Madison stack cakes. <laughs> so they did their job. Kids, yeah, so uh, the peanuts also, I don't think you had it in Ohio, but here we had Weber's Bread. And that was always presented by the peanuts characters. And in uh, where I grew up, it was butternut. It was butternut, yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, sometimes at the bottom of the bag of the bread, you got peanuts tattoos. Which I don't I think love those. I don't know if that would go over well now. No, true, true. There's but, just a rub on. Yeah, you just you you you. Yeah, we'll wash it off eventually. Yeah, you just uh, moisten the section of skin, put it on for a couple of seconds, peel it off, and you had your sneaky. We tattoo. weren't allowed to put them on, but we you were we able to them. collect them. We collected them. And we're going to pause right here, but we'll have more TV history right after this message. Any last thoughts about this special? Makes me look forward to Halloween. <laughs> so, you can hear us on TV Confidential. You could read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.com. I know you want to say it. Stay tuned. <laughs>